0: Well hello and welcome to my home. We are a little confined here at the moment due to government restrictions. Uh, Some of you may be a little free to go about your daily life, unlike myself. But nonetheless, I'm not restricted in my faith, and my faith goes beyond this room. But hearing all the news of what is taking place in our country and around the world, I also find a lot of people very unhappy, discontented, depressed, many of them living with fear. But I want you to know that this is a time that we're all going to come through. The virus is not going to destroy life. We're going to come through. And we're going to come through stronger because we have faith in the God who's overall. Now, in all that I'm hearing that is happening, and as I say, many people are afraid, my mind went back this morning to a situation many years ago when, as a young pastor, we were thinking about merging together with some other churches, and we just did not know what to do at the time. So we called the church to pray. We prayed for one day, and then on the second evening, The oldest gentleman in the church came to the meeting and he said, the Lord gave me a dream. And this dream was very simply, we were all going on a mystery tour. And many of us were a little reticent to get on the bus. Some of us jumped on the bus because we wanted an adventure. But there was a lot of fear thinking, where is the journey going to end? And then the Lord showed me who the driver was. And I thought, I know the driver. I know this is going to be a great adventure. I know we're going to arrive at our destiny and everything was going to be well. That old gentleman told that dream to the church and immediately peace came to all of our hearts because we knew that although this journey was going to be adventurous, we would face challenges and difficulties, but we knew the man at that time who was leading us And we had confidence in him to get us to where we wanted to go. It's the same now. We are challenged, but we do know who is in charge of our lives. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. He is the one we have committed our lives to. And therefore, we are going to come through all of this with great rejoicing and strength. Then my mind went to the scriptures and I'd like to take you to the scriptures this morning for a a brief time so that in reading the scriptures and I'm reading from the New Living Translation, the word of God can come to your heart and into your mind to strengthen you as it strengthened me. So the first reading I want to bring to you is in Matthew's Gospel, is chapter 6 and reading from verse 32. It says these, these words. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your Heavenly Father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously, and He will give you everything you need. Don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's troubles are enough for today. The Word of God is telling us very simply there that worrying is allowing our imaginations to create something that we don't want. Faith allows our imagination to create something that we do want. It's always for our good. I want to encourage you at all times to read the Word of God, see His promises And know that every promise that God has made for you and me and for us together, he is behind those promises to fulfill them. Not one of them will fail regarding your life and mine if God has made it clear to us. Now, during this time as well, because we will not be able to meet together as we normally do as a collective group of people or as a community or as what is known as the body of Christ in a local area, As I say, many of us will be confined to our homes. But I want to share with you two aspects of Christian living that is given to us as Christians. It is not afforded to people who are unbelievers, but it is afforded to us who believe. The first is found in the scriptures, very clearly written by Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, where he talks about breaking bread and drinking the wine now let me make it very clear it does not matter what kind of bread it is it doesn't really matter whether it's wine or juice or even at times i've broken bread in very far off desert areas when it uh, all we had was water so we believe the water would change the wine the main thing in the bible is this this bread represents the body of christ This wine, or the juice, represents the blood of Christ. We are partakers of his body together. And in partaking that, we remember who he is. The center focus for all our lives is putting Jesus at the center. When we come to break bread, and he says, as often as you take it, and I would encourage you And the leaders will encourage you in your churches to take bread as often as you can and as often as you're able for this one reason. You're remembering him and you're coming to a table to appreciate the blood that he shed for you that cleanses you from all your sins and to partake of a, of a, a bread which represents his body broken for you that you may be healed and that we might be healed together. God wants us to be healthy and strong and has afforded this table through these two elements in partaking of them that we may know the health of Christ. The second thing I want to bring to your attention concerning our health is simply found in the book of James chapter 5. Now, in this little bottle, there's oil. And in the book of James, it certainly talks to us about if you are sick, call for the elders of the church that they will lay hands upon you, anointing you with oil and praying a prayer of faith. Let me make it very clear. It is the prayer of faith, not merely oil. Not merely laying on of hands, although they are important. It's the prayer of faith towards the living God who brings health to us and strength to us. I want to commend to you the fact that it's possible to get yourselves some oil in the house. You say, well, the elders are not able to come to see me. That may be the case. But as a father, you are the head of your family. And because you are head of the family, you are the authority of that house. And therefore, you too can pray for your family in an elder's role as the man with authority. If you're in the home and you're just a mother on your own with children, looking after them, your husband may have passed, he may have gone I don't know the situation, but you may find yourself all alone with your children. The same thing in the word of God is afforded to you. You can lay hands if they are ever sick, and we trust they never will be. But if they are sick, you can lay hands on them and anoint them with oil too. That's that authority to the home. Look at these two things that are afforded to us and say, Father, we want to thank you that you've afforded to us as your children something that you have not given to other people who don't believe. But we want people to believe. Therefore, we pray in Jesus' name that you'd keep us healthy. You'd keep us strong. You'd let people see our faith. You'd let people see that we are different. We can live positively and think positively. Our conversations are not negative. But always filled with upbuilding words, comforting words, strong words. That we speak what you say. We do not deny your word, but we can only say what your word is, for that is the truth. And therefore, today, whatever we face, Father, whatever difficulties, whatever the challenges, for our family, we know that the blood of Jesus was shed and becomes a barrier and a boundary against all forces of darkness. We claim the health that is within this body and this bread, and not only through the blood, but claim them both as wholeness in life. And for this oil, we want to thank you, not only as an emblem of the Holy Spirit, but simply as we pray in faith, no matter what the challenges we will overcome. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for the challenges. We will get stronger in your word. We will overcome the present situation and we will come forth as a people that Jesus will be able to come for because he will find faith in the earth amongst your people. God bless you today. No matter what you face, no matter what your challenges are, God is with us. God is for us. And no weapon formed against us will prosper. God bless you. Have a good day.